0: good morning good morning good morning hello 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 on this lovely cool Tuesday morning oh it's so nice out there not sunny not raining just lovely and cool and I am loving it oh so nice I have work but I don't have work tomorrow so I can spend t- tomorrow with my children Um. so How are we all today? Are we all good? Are we ready for the final chapter of a book of brownies where we find out if they're allowed back into brownie town? What do you think? I'm ready to find out but before we do I have a fun fact for you. So, this fun fact is quite good, because it's about the oldest person ever to have lived. So the oldest person who ever lived, what whose age could be authenticated, which means that they could check her age. So there may be other people out there who lived longer but whose age they couldn't check. So, um, this one they could check, and she was a French lady, and her name was Jeanne Louise Calment, and she was a hundred and twenty-two years old when she died in nineteen ninety-seven, and that means she was born in. 1875. Oh my goodness that is a long time ago. So she must have lived through some very very exciting times and also some interesting times. She lived through wars and lots of different kings and queens coming and going. Um. Oh lots of different things she lived through. So I wonder if she thought life was more interesting and exciting back then, or more interesting and exciting around in the 1990s. Hmm, What do you think? (laughs) Any old how, I am going to just grab my book. Well, I will do in two seconds, Um, grab my book, and we will read the final chapter. And I think it is chapter. Bear with me. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It is indeed chapter twelve. Okay. So. Here goes, their very last adventure of all. The sun went down and still the brownies slept. Night came on and still they lay sleeping. They were so tired out with excitement that they didn't even wake when the morning sun shone straight onto their faces. But they did wake when they heard an excited little voice shouting into their ears and felt someone tugging and pulling at their shoulders wake up oh wake up oh please do wake up called a voice the brownies sat up with a jerk and looked at their awakener it was the princess perenelle buttons and buttercup said hop in the deepest astonishment what are you doing here Paranel was dancing and skipping about in great excitement. Oh, I've told everyone all about you and your adventures, she cried. And the King and Queen are so glad to have me back. And I've told them how you found your goodness and how you gave it up to Old Witch Green Eyes to save me. And I've told them I love you and want you to come back to Fairyland so as I can play with you sometimes. And they think you're brave and good. And what do you think? What? asked the brownies, who had been listening in amazement. There's a royal carriage coming to fetch you back to Brownie Town, cried Perronel, hopping around with excitement. It's coming in about two minutes and I want to ride in it with you, so I've come out to tell you about it. I guessed you'd be here till the morning. Good gracious, said Hop, jumping up and trying to make his clothes look, as if he hadn't been slept in. But Perenelle, how lovely of you to arrange it all. I'm going to rescue you now, you see, to pay you back for rescuing me, laughed Perenelle. And the old dragon bird's coming too, of course. I told everyone how brave he was. Well, there was such excitement among the five of them that they really didn't know what to do with themselves. They pulled their tunics straight, smoothed their hair, and brushed the dust from each other a score of times, whilst the dragon bird preened every feather proudly. Here's the royal carriage, shouted Hop suddenly. Sure enough, there it was, coming out from the gates of Fairyland. Eight white horses drew it, and very grand and sparkling it looked. It drew up when the princess stopped it. In she got, and in got the three brownies. The dragon bird walked proudly along behind. Then off set the royal carriage once more. It turned in through the gates of fairyland, and the three brownies were so glad to be back again that the tears ran down their faces in big trickles. The princess was kept quite. Busy drying their eyes for them. The carriage drove through elfland, where hundreds of elves were waiting to cheer the carriage as it passed. Then it went through Cuckoo Wood, where scores and scores of woodland folk cheered them and ran after the carriage, throwing roses and honeysuckle flowers. Hop, Skip, and Jump were so happy that they really didn't know what to do. Fancy being back again, said Hop. Fancy being back again, echoed Skip. But just fancy it, cried Jump in delight. The princess laughed. It's just as nice for me as for you, she said. I was dreadfully homesick. At last they reached Brownie Town. Hop, Skip and Jump knew every brownie who came running after the carriage and called to their friends in joy. There's Gobbo, dear old Gobbo, cried Hop. And Pinky, cried Skip. And Pippet and Gruffles and Hoppity, cried Jump. The dragon bird was very happy too. He walked solemnly along behind the carriage and everyone stared at him in wonder. "'for they'd never seen anything like him in Fairyland before. "'Here's the palace,' said Perenelle as the royal carriage turned into the gates. "'It went up the long, twisting drive and at last stopped at the great shining doors of the palace. "'And on the steps to welcome the three brownies were their majesties, the king and the queen.' Welcome, they cried, welcome to the brave little brownies who rescued our daughter and gave up their hard-won bottles of goodness for her safety. All your mischievous past is forgiven, for we now know that you are worthy of being brought back to Brownie Town. Welcome, too, to the brave dragon bird. Hip hip hurrah! shouted everyone. Oh don't let us have any more speeches, begged Perronel. Let's get to the feast. I'm sure the brownies are hungry. The brownies were really much too excited to feel hungry, but they were always ready for a feast. And it was a feast there were twenty different puddings twelve different jellies sixteen different blancmanges and fifty fifty different sorts of cake there was only one guest there who tried everything and that was the dragon bird who had really a most enormous appetite after the feast the king ordered three cheers for hop skip and jump and one big cheer for the dragon bird Then he took a little key off his water chain and gave it to Hop. "'Here is the key of Crabapple Cottage,' he said kindly. "'I expect you would like to go and get things straight there, wouldn't you?' So off the brownies went to their dear little cottage. And except for dust, it was all just exactly as they had left it. "'Oh, isn't it lovely to be home?' cried Hop, sitting on all the chairs one after another. "'Isn't it lovely to be home?' cried Skip, lying on all the beds in turn. "'Isn't it perfectly, absolutely lovely to be home?' cried Jump, winding up all the clocks joyfully. "'We'll never be bad again,' said Hop solemnly. "'Never!' said Skip. "'Never, never, never!' said Jump. So they settled down in their cottage again and dusted and scrubbed and made it as spick and span as could be. Everyone brought them flowers and they put them in jugs and bowls and made Crabapple Cottage look sweeter than it had ever done before. And once again the three brownies were happy, especially on Saturday afternoons, for then they always went to the palace to play with the little Princess. And as for the dragon bird, he was much too fond of them all to go away. So they built him a nice big cage and kept him for a pet. Every Saturday he takes them for a fine long fly in the air. So if you happen to see a big peculiar looking bird flying quickly overhead one day, don't be alarmed. It will only be the dragon bird taking his four passengers for their Saturday afternoon ride. The end. Mm -mm goodbye a little poem and now the three brownies are happy once more and the princess is smiling and gay she often comes knocking at their cottage door usually just about quarter past four and asks them to come out and play but first they have tea and they eat jammy bread while they talk as just as fast as they can of the vanishing door and the hobgoblin red and the very wise man with his very big head and of course of the old saucepan man and Hop likes to th- laughs to think of the worm they once met, who was in such a terrible hurry. And Skip, says he, will really never forget the time when the green, green railway train was upset and put everyone in a flurry. So they chatter and laugh while they finish their tea. Then they think they will go out to play. And off they all clatter as merry can be to take the old dragon bird out for a spree. Away in the air, hip hooray. They have a fine time in the sunny blue sky and then come down to earth with a bump. And after that, Perronel calls out, Goodbye, goodbye dear old dragon bird, thanks for the fly and goodbye to you, hop, skip and jump. Oh, that's lovely, that was a lovely poem, wasn't it? So, that's the end of that book. Now, I will have to think of which story to read tomorrow. (gasps) How exciting. And if you've got any preferences, let me know. Send me a message. So, until then, I am going to go to work. You all have the most wonderful, wonderful day. And I will see you all again tomorrow. So... Until then, take care, stay safe and I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.